What's up? It's your dude. It's Sean Boyles. This is my podcast, and I have to tell you at the top of the thing, or I can do it, I guess, later, but I'll do it now. Why not? Um, I do not have the rights to music heard here on the podcast, so please, 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 don't sue me. Don't come after me. Uh, I didn't do anything wrong. I'm not trying to make money off of anybody else's shit. I like music, and I'm going to play music, so that's what's going on. Thank you for doing what you do. It's the Sean Boyles Podcast. Music, comedy, drums, life, Double the impeachment, double the fun. Holy shit. How crazy can it get, ladies and gentlemen? How crazy can it get? Um, I've been saying for a little while, this whole lame duck era of the orange Cheeto Jesus, I've been saying that he's going to shit in the desk. And god damn, is he trying to shit in the desk. He is shitting in the desk. There is going to be a a steamy fucking McDonald's Big Mac quarter pounder fries and chicken and just fucking gross steamer inside that desk. Just rot gut fucking a fucking speed dookie. The kind of dookie you do when you're doing the speeds because he's up he's on something he's on some sort of i'm i'm gonna go with all the conspiracies that i've heard he's on the the diet pills that are amphetamine and he's he's gacked out and he shits and it's gonna be gross i'm talking about shit in the first uh few minutes of the of the podcast donald trump shits (laughs) what the fuck's wrong with me what's up dirties uh how are you uh i hope you're well i hope you're uh getting through this first couple weeks of the new year uh things are eh things are okay money's tight already for me uh my van my van has already shit the bed the brand new van well new to me has um i need to get a new head gasket in the fucking thing already man a new head gasket. It's um, it fucking sucks, dude. It fucking sucks. <laughs> I got rid of the old truck because it was uh, starting to cost me too much money in repairs, and here I am having to put money in repairs right out of the gate for this fucking thing. Tried to get in it last week, it wouldn't start, and it was the same thing that I just had fixed uh, plugs. But I gotta say. My man, I got to give up to Juan. My man Juan, the mobile mechanic, um, he did say that it was a possibility that water was getting into that uh, plug uh, through uh, the head gasket. So uh, he gave me a warning, I got to say. He gave me a warning, and maybe um, I didn't heed the warning. I don't know. It's my fault? Maybe it's my fault. Maybe it's my fault. Didn't I say I wasn't going to do that shit? <laughs> Here I am fucking. It's, it's all my fault. fault. 
Anyway, um, I fucked up. What can I do? You know what else I fucked up? <laughs> Ooh, I said some shit in front of a dude that I do not feel very good about. So, um, I finished up a job this week out in Stockton for my cousin. And uh, she had bought a new house, and uh, I painted the interior before she was moving in. And uh, the brand new housing development out in uh, Stockton. Stockton. And uh, this is North Stockton, where it's kind of nice. Nice developments, nice areas. Um, You still kind of got to go to the bad areas to get your shit there although there is a little shopping center right here so it's a a nice area like i said northern stockton and um she's she lives in northern stockton currently and she's moving to a a new house she rents a place she's buying a place had to paint it before she moves in uh the neighborhood that she's moved into is like they're not even close to being done with the houses like she's literally getting in there super early and uh, has been able to to uh you know, buy the house, one of the few, like there's five houses, six houses on this, uh, street that are finished. Um, and her and the guy next to her have moved in. So the, the guy that was, was moving in, uh, when we were there, uh, uh, and I was leaving one day and they had their moving truck and it was blocking the driveway. So I had to kind of wait for them to get done so they can move the moving truck so I can get out of the driveway and uh i'm talking with dude for a minute and very nice guy uh moved here from maine he is uh uh indian uh sikh to be exact and uh and i say, he said that he moved here from maine and i said well yeah you know and he's an indian and i said yeah you know i heard there's a real strong tech industry here in california i said Tech industry in reference to why he moved from Maine to the Bay Area. He's Indian. Tech. I put those two and two together and I shouldn't have. And I felt so bad. And his buddy who was like rocking the turban and all that shit, he kind of just sat and had his arms folded and sort of looked away. And I said, and then I realized what a fucking mistake I made. And I said, I'm so sorry. That's probably a pretty dumb racist thing uh racist generalization that i've just made i apologize and he laughed and he said it's okay i moved out here i have a trucking company and i just bought a gas station did he trump my racial stereotype i think he did i think he did i don't know if you've noticed but there is a shit ton of Indian cats, especially Sikhs, in the trucking industry. They usually drive the container trucks, but off, but I just I've seen a lot of Sikhs driving truck. It is what it is, and it it's just and whatever. It's cool. So that's a new thing, and that's a new stereotype. And then we've all known about my man, my, my my folks, my Indian folks. Rocking it in the in the gas station, 7-Elevens or gas stations. We've all seen it. It's not it it it. I mean, it happens. And I've seen, <laughs> so like I said, he might have trumped my stereotype by moving his moving company out here 
or his trucking company out here, and he had bought a gas station. So uh, kudos to my man. Uh, welcome to California. I'm sorry I thought you were in tech. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. Um, can, um, so the, this past weekend, uh, we're already getting into the next weekend, uh, we're in the, now I've, I've said it before, this is not a podcast in which you should be listening to me about sports. Uh, but, uh, I do like the footballs and, uh, I've watched a few games this year and I, and we watched a couple, oh, we watched one game of the fucking, now this past weekend, right, was wild card weekend. And I need someone to explain to me when that happened because I thought there was like two wild card games, one for each, uh, one game for each conference, and then they threw those guys into the mix, right? I when did it become a wild card weekend? There was fucking six games, like when and 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 and. and I don't think you should have a losing. I don't think you should have a below 500 record and make it into the playoffs. I don't give a fuck how the math works. If you're under 500, fuck you. You don't get to go to the playoffs. That I, That's any sport for anything. I don't give a shit how the math works. If there's only two teams above 500 for that year, fuck it. You get two teams for the playoff, go right to the championship, have a nice day. Again, I don't fucking know shit about sports. But I and I know there's a lot of money involved, and there's no way anybody's gonna do that. But fuck you! You should not be going to the playoffs if you're under 500. Don't take my word for anything when it comes to sports. I don't know anything, but I just I, I don't the like like I said, wild card. There was like a like a couple teams barely made the cut, right? And then they play it out. All right, you're in, kid. You get to go to the show. But now they had fucking. They had six games, so that means they had 12 teams that were in the fucking wild card? Or did I just totally fuck that up and not pay attention to how that shit really went? More than likely the latter, but they called it wild card weekend, so I figured every game was a wild card game. I know they got more, uh, they're putting more teams in the playoffs than in the past. To make it more interesting, to make it more um, more exciting for the fans. Yeah, okay, whatever. All right, that's uh, that's my sports rant. How about that? Sports, sports. Um, uh, we're gonna do the normal shit this week. We're gonna do. Uh, we're gonna got a little reaction of the week. We got a little earworm. You know, doing the do's. You know what I mean? We're gonna we're gonna do the thing. We're gonna do the thing. Um. Yeah. Uh. So doing a did yeah did a job out in Stockton. It's a fucking hour and a half drive for me to get out to fucking Stockton to do paints, but it was for my cousin. So, uh, helping some family out, and uh, hasn't paid me in full yet. He's gonna give me little chunks a little bit at a time, which is uh, keeping me from getting the tr- the van fixed. But um. We will do what we can. We will do what we can. Uh, got some stuff in order for uh, more stuff uh, lined up to get the uh, to get the wheels moving to get the green card for the wife. 
So that's got got that happening. Uh, got booked on a show. I'm gonna be doing the stand up comedies here in a uh, in a week, uh, January 22nd. Uh, and I always uh, I used to kind of fear fear it a little bit uh, doing a comedy show for a motorcycle club. And uh, uh, the first time I did one was uh, for the what the fuck were they called the Beastmakers, and um, did that they used to do an open mic at their clubhouse. I think I did a couple of those, and then the Vikings Motorcycle Club out of Hayward, California, they started doing open mics in their clubhouse until they lost their clubhouse, and. Uh, that was well over a year ago. I don't know if they've ever gotten a new clubhouse, but uh, but you know, COVID times and all that shit. So uh, nobody's doing comedy for anything, and nobody should be getting together. However, another bike club out of Hayward, the Monahoonies, the Monahoonies Motorcycle Club, which I would, uh, I, I'm gonna go out on a limb. Now, I don't know if you know what a Monahoonie is, but I'm gonna go out on a limb and think that all these cats are Hawaiian. Because the Monahuni is a little gremlin type of character that runs around the Hawaii's and gets into shit, wrecks your shit. If, if you, something was broke and you nobody know who broke it, it's the Monahuni's did it, and um, all kinds of legends and mythology about the Monahuni's over there in the Hawaii, 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 over there in the Hawaii land. And um, so the Monahoonies Motorcycle Club, January 22nd at their clubhouse. I believe it's in Union City. So I don't know if they're out of Hayward or if they're out of Union City. Maybe they're out of Hayward, but their clubhouse is in Union City because that's the only place they can fucking have their place. I don't know. I've, I don't got all the details yet. I don't even know. I don't even have an address of where I'm going. But uh, shout out to Jeff Morris. Once again, old man Jeff Morris in his crazy fucking magic show. And uh and his other stuff that he does. Uh making waves, man, making shit happen in the East Bay for comedy in a time when we ain't supposed to be doing shit. So uh props to my man, Jeff Morris. Uh I like but I like doing um I got I, I like I said, I was intimidated at first to do a bike club and then sent you know, the Vikings doing the open mic, I did that quite a few times and did pretty well each time. And uh, and I think they actually had a showcase, and I, they actually invited me to do their showcase. So that was cool. Um, yeah, man, I like doing the bike clubs. I kind of, I look like I should be in a fucking, like I'm one of them. Like they think I'm, I think I rolled up. I th- I think that's what they think of me when they see me. They think that I, you know, I might have I might have rolled up on a bike, you know. But uh, uh, your boy is a little too chicken shit to get on a motorcycle. So I've never been on one and never rode one. But I have always said, and I might have even said it here on the podcast, I don't give a shit what it's thought of. I just think they're cool. If I ever had fuck you money, if I ever had just money to fuck, if I could wipe my ass with $100 bills, have money to just shit, I would buy a trike, a badass custom trike, uh, big chopper forks, ape hangers, big fucking slicks on the back. Because a trike is three wheels, if you don't know what a trike is, all right? It's the three-wheel bike, but fucking super chopper style. Um, And then I don't got to worry about balance. (laughs) 
can't just go down the road and be. Remember the uh, South Park uh, with the bikers, and they called them. They called them faggots. <laughs> that shit was hilarious. Oh, they couldn't get away with that now, could they? They got that shit right. They got that episode in under the wire. Uh, and there's a rad part in there too, because they're throwing, you know, they're saying faggot over and over again, and um, and some gay guys came in. Hey, you guys aren't talking. You guys aren't supposed to. Oh, and you know, they kind of. Hey, that's you're not supposed to say that about us. And the kids go, No, not you guys. You guys are cool. We're talking about those faggots. It's <laughs> pointing to the bikers. Ah, I thought it was hilarious. Anyway, um. Anyway, I got a joke that uh, I used to do that I'm uh, looking forward to dusting off. Uh, my cousin actually sent me a text, and he reminded me. started going off about one of my jokes, and I was like, fuck, dude, I'm going to bring that shit back. That's going to be perfect. Um, and it's a perfect joke to do in front of a uh, motorcycle club. So, And you can't call them a gang. Do not call the bikers a gang. They will fuck you up if you do it. <laughs> Don't call them a gang. They are a club. They are a social club. It's a bike motorcycle enthusiasts. Motorcycle club, not a gang. Don't get it twisted, son. But uh, yeah, man, that's gonna be fun. I'm looking forward to that shit. It's gonna be a good time. And then fucking Hawaiian shit. You can, you know, I mean, Hawaii. You can. I don't know how much how, can you make fun of Hawaii. There is there is some things about Hawaii, right? You know. Fucking, I don't know how the I don't know how these guys ride bikes with fucking th- flip flops on, but we're gonna find out. And I one thing I did see though on the so I looked them up and they uh, they actually have a Facebook page and everything in their uh, their patch their uh, their uh, three rocker patch uh, is uh, <laughs> they're fucking it's a dude on a bike and he looks white the dude on the bike looks hella white they put a howley on the fucking <laughs> on their patch i don't know it's hard to tell like he's wearing a helmet so maybe you can't see his hair but that that skin looked pretty pink to me it looks a little pasty and he's on his bike and he's got flip-flops on so and that's illegal you're not supposed to do that but uh anyway we're gonna have some fun with the with the Montanahoonies on January 22nd. I don't know if you can come. I don't know if it's open to the public or what. They said masks are required. So I'm going to wear a mask. Pull, rip that shit off. Rip some jokes. Put my mask back on. And hopefully we're good. But I'm looking forward to that. Uh, last time I did stand-up was uh, my show at uh, the Back Lounge. Uh, Phil Demel's place. And that was in... Um, Oh, when was that? That was September? Did we do that in September? And then we were going to do another... Yeah, that was September because we were going to do one in October and we had to stop. Or was it fucking... Ah, fuck, I don't know. Do I got to look it up? I don't know what I would look for. I guess I would look for my flyers and my fucking shit, right? Uh, But anyway, so uh, that's going to... Like I said, that's going to be fun as shit. Can't wait for that gonna be a good time it's always uh anytime you get to do the comedies right that's uh that's what it's all about ah fuck i don't have a copy of that flyer in my phone yet it's on the fucking interweb somewhere fuck it you'd get i i i 
don't need to have all the accurate information, right? I don't fucking know. Uh, so I was think I had a it's a trip, man. Like when shit comes in your mind and you get those ideas, like you get those flashbacks of shit from back in the day. Um, I got a trippy. Uh, just a, I was talking to. I had the idea before I was telling the wife, but I was telling the wife about how. Uh, um. Did you guys have this in your school? Did you guys have uh, kings of the school? King of the school. He was the king of the school. This is elementary school. The term didn't get thrown around once we got into junior high. But I remember I remember in elementary school that was a thing. It was the king of the school. And I didn't realize it was a thing until we got to about third, fourth grade. And then you start hearing that shit thrown around. And the king of the school, as far as we were concerned, was a dude in the school in the school that could whip everybody's ass. So he was the fucking best fighter of the school. And of course he's gonna be an upperclassman because he's, you know, our elementary school went to actually at that time our elementary schools went to went to seventh grade. We did K through seven at elementary schools because at that time in the eighties they had fucking shit canned all the junior highs. And when I went so I was the first seventh grade class when they reopened the junior highs in this area. Not that it matters, but that's how it went down. So I never got to be the last top class at my elementary school. But anyway, whatever, it didn't matter. But it did suck for those folks that went from, because they put the eighth graders, so you, so our junior highs in this area are just seventh and eighth grade. So what they did was they put the eighth grade kids and put them up in high school and then the seventh graders, they dumped them down to stay in elementary school. So you went from elementary school to high school. Nothing in between. And they did that shit for six, seven, eight years, I think. There was a good stretch where they were doing that shit. Maybe less. I don't know. I don't know exactly. But it seemed like it was forever that we had seventh graders. I say that because at the time, you know, there was the kids that were the bad fucking the badasses, right? And... And each grade, you know, we go up to the next grade. There was, oh, fucking, this guy's a badass, right? And that guy's a badass, you know? So I remember the king of the school was this cat, James Millette. At, uh, so he was fucking, he was probably four grades above me, maybe five grades above me. No, four, I'm going to say four. Because it was him and then Jose Velapondo. He was underneath him. And then next, nah, it was Daniel Norton after that. And he was one grade above me. And I don't know who it is in my grade because by that time, we were in sixth grade and the Cats were in seventh grade. And then that's when they opened up the junior highs. And then we bounced up to the junior highs. So, again, our, so our grade, so my fucking class never had got to have a king of the school, an elementary school, now that I think about it. We missed out. We fucking got rooked. Anyway. I don't know what made me think of that shit, but I was thinking about kings of the school. And again, these were the baddest, the fucking baddest dude that could whip everybody's ass, right? And um, I don't know. I just thought it was a... I had it combined with this other memory that I have during at that time. So this is, you know, mid to late 80s, right? When we're in... Fuck, mid 80s. Mid 80s when we're, you know, breakdance is hot shit. You know what I'm saying? Breakdancing is the shit. I'm breakdancing even. 
and I'm a little metalhead, and I'm fucking break dancing. But what happened was, uh, this cat James Millette, he had already he was in high school now, right? But he came back. I don't know how it happened or how it was planned, but I remember there was going to be a break dance battle between James Millette and some other cat, and James was going to break dance against this dude, and James was was okay. He was a little awkward the way he moved around. But this cat that he went against, and he, the image of this cat is burned into my mind. I remember exactly what it looked like. He was wearing parachute pants, and he had shell toe Adidas, but he had on a sleeveless Iron Maiden t-shirt. He was wearing a Trooper Iron Maiden t-shirt, sleeves cut off, and he was Filipino. And he was skinny little Filipino dude with an Iron Maiden t-shirt, parachute pants, and Adidas. And he fucking was badass. Filipinos could fucking break dance, Jack. That's a fucking, that's not a stereotype. That's a thing. That is a thing. Filipino dudes can break dance like motherfuckers. And, uh, and uh, I think he smoked him. I think he smoked James Millet. I'm sorry, James, if you're out there listening. You got smoked that day when you came back to John Miro Elementary School to have your break dance during our recess and I don't know how you got how you guys fucking pulled that shit off and not get in trouble because every time a breakdancing thing would start would bust out the crowd would swarm around and from the outside as a teacher you know what a fight looks like you know when kids are fighting on the playground that swarm of kids goes there and, and, and makes that circle and um but it looked the same as so they would come over and get all mad and want us to break it up because they thought we were fighting but well, we were popping and locking, Jack. We were fucking moving and grooving. Fucking slipping and dipping. Back spinning and fucking, I don't know. Uh, it, was, <laughs> it was fun. I was I was okay. I, th- I thought I, I could still fucking do a little thing here and there. Little, you know, but uh, can't get down on the ground, though. Fuck, I can't do. <laughs> oh, can't do no break dancing type shit. You can still do the, 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 the. The popping and locking style shit, but um, can't fucking get down on the ground. Fuck that! I need someone to fucking help me get up. <laughs> fucking go. mold. Um, speaking of fucking feeling old, this just the past few weeks have just felt. Ugh. I don't know if it's the cold or just this feeling, just stiff and. Got on the scale. I hadn't been on a scale in a while. Haven't been watching what I'm eating, and I haven't been doing any of the walking. That shit's grinding to a halt. Oh, fucking sorry. State of affairs on the. I've I've gained ten pounds of the twenty that I lost. It's a bad scene. Your boy getting in. The wife even noticed too. She was like, eh, looking a little. Oh, you are fat. He's so sweet. Yeah, man. So I got to get back at it. I got to. But I haven't been. You know, I just haven't. I've been eating fucking being a carb monster. Uh, she's been making desserts. She's been making. Bless. I mean, come on. When your wife makes you dessert, you got to eat it, right? You can't not eat it. She's been making dessert and it's been fucking good. It's been hella good. But can't be doing that shit, man. Can't be doing that shit because um, sugars, man. Sugars ain't no good. Sugars ain't no good. Did I just say that? Uh, 
Damn sugars ain't no good, man. All right, let's get into the thing. Oh, wow. All right, you know how it goes, you know how it goes. Uh, every week I try, during the holidays is rough because of what was on the fucking charts, but uh, your boy here, me, that's me, Sean Boyles, I uh, react to, I give you my reaction to the top song in the country at the moment. I believe the top song in the country right now is a song that we've done before. And it's been on the top. I got to give fucking props to those cats. Those, uh, I forget who it's by again. The, those guys that do that song, Mood. But um, it's been, what is that, 24 carat, 24 carat something. 20, ah, fucking Adam. 24 carat golden. Uh, their song's been on the top for a while. Is that who it is? Am I fucking that all up? I could look it up, but I don't give a shit. <laughs> anyway, um, reaction of the week. This is my reaction to the uh, top song of the country. I think we had to go down to number six. Uh, number six with a bullet. Uh, this this week uh, on the charts, number six with a bullet. It's Justin Bieber. It's Justin Bieber and his song, Anyone. Is anyone hearing me? <laughs> um, yeah, man. So let's check out uh, let's check out what Bieber's doing over there with his fucking looking like a fucking looking like a speed dealer from fucking nineteen ninety eight. Let's see what's doing, Bieber. Just play the fuck. There we go. Dance with me under the diamonds. See me like breath in the cold Sleep with me here in the silence Come kiss me silver and gold You say that I won't lose you But you can't predict the future So just hold on like you will never let go Yeah, if you ever move on without me I need to make sure you know That drum beat, awesome. That's not bad, even though it's programmed. But whatever.
Nashville. Does this song have like an 80s vibe to you guys? It's got an 80 vibe. An 80s vibe to me. I'd have to say, and I have to admit, that's a pretty good fucking song. That's a good song. Good for you, Justin Bieber's. Um, it didn't sound like all the other bullshit that's out there. Didn't have any 808 hi-hats or 808 hand claps. It had an original sort of uh, a structure to it. We were super low-key in the thing, and the way the drums came in within the... You know, that beat was, you know, that's called a, a beat displacement. Um, where it didn't have a, you know, solid backbeat on 204, did something a little bit different. Um, and the Beebs can actually sing. So he doesn't need the fucking vocoder bullshit on his voice to make it do that weird little warble. Um, he went into the falsetto and he did that whole thing. And you can hear the break in his natural voice doing the falsetto break. And, man, hey, and... It's got a nice hook. It's clean. Got that cool buildup. Had a big-ass fucking drum fill to go into the last fucking time through the chorus. That's a good song. I I mean, I got to fucking say it's a good song. Good job, Biebs. I mean, it, I, I ain't going to end up in, on any playlist that I fucking got. <laughs> ah, you fucking salty old man. But, um, yeah, man, that was a cool song. Good job, Biebs. And see, like I said, it's it's not good because it's different than all the other songs, because it's doing different stuff and it doesn't do all the shit that, like I said, I've been fucking doing this reaction now for a few months, and a lot of those songs have blended the fuck together in my mind. I don't know, it's just, they're, I've, I really feel like there's been week after week after week where I've heard the exact same song, and that just sounded different. It just had a different thing going on. It, it and, uh, and like I said, it's number six on the chart. It's number six with a bullet. Uh, I wouldn't be surprised if that's number one uh, next week or not the week after. Uh, all right, all right, the Biebs. Uh All right, I'm still, um, I'm still trying to. Uh, I just haven't, I just haven't pushed to do it, but I'm still in. Uh, um, in talks or fucking still trying to uh, lock up some uh, some some more guests and have some more conversations. Um, so that will be uh, that will be coming soon. I got two cats that I want to get on that I've talked to and said they're down to come on. Um, I might go to them. Uh, might do over the phone thing. Who knows? Who knows what we'll do? But uh, we'll get that set up. Don't you fret. Well, there'll be some more folks for me to talk to you. Um, one of them I've mentioned before, if, you're, if you've listened to uh, the shit before. Um, oh, and I forgot to fucking prop out my man. Um, who am I propping out? <laughs> who is it? Who is it I wanted to prop out? Who did I want to say nice things about? Because I don't remember who anything. Uh, 
who are you? You said something nice. Um. Anyway, props out to my man Jafar, who uh, Jafar hit me up and um, and wanted to thank me. So I'm patting myself on the back for a compliment that I got. That might be some narcissistic fucking bullshit, but whatever. Uh, Jafar hit me up and he wanted to thank me for saying something about folks being out in the world wearing the pajamas. He's a strong proponent of folks uh, wearing pajamas. He feels it is disrespectful, and he commended me for taking a stand and saying something about you. He said he's all, he's all, if I know I'm going through a drive-thru and not even getting out of car, getting out of the car, I'll put on some pants and make sure because it's, it's a principle. And I said, that's right. It's principality. It is a principality. Put on some fucking pants. Although I, I will admit I've been guilty. If I know I'm not getting out of the car, maybe not wearing the proper leg wear. Might be some sweatpants on. Might be some, you know, the house clothes. But I got shoes on, goddammit. I ain't wearing the house shoes outside. I'm wearing some regular shoes. Ain't fucking around like that. All right, let's get out of here. Thank you for checking out the podcast. Thank you for uh, your support. Uh, spread the word, man. Tell your folks. Let's uh, let's get the numbers up. Uh, again, I ain't trying to uh, go crazy with the pandering and the and the begging for um, begging for this, that, and the other thing. But uh, I appreciate you folks out there, and uh, you know any uh, any support we can get is greatly appreciated. But um, so rate, re- rate, review, subscribe, all that shit. You know the drill. You know how it goes. You know how it goes. Um, earworm of the week this week. Uh, a real, true earworm. We're going on three, four days of this bitch being swirling around on the head, and uh, I have some history with this tune because. Uh, Oh, back in, when did we do that shit? 08? 07, 08? Right when uh, All Time Highs was kind of grinding down in that first little. So, you know, we had a good fucking two, three year run from 06, 07, 08. And then um, a member left and we replaced him. And when we replaced him, we did this tune as a cover. And I think we did a fucking badass cover. I thought All Time Highs did a excellent cover of this tune. Um, so my man James Miller had, uh, who's a guitar player with me and Hellbeard, he came in uh, to replace Jason in All Time Highs, and uh, James's favorite guitar player is Angus Young. So uh, we decided to do an ACDC cover. Um, to sort of, you know, let James get his fucking Angus on. And we did this tune, and I thought we did a great fucking version of this song. Um, a, a, definitely a deep cut. It's not a song that gets thrown around. Like, in fact, I was, uh, have to admit, not the best familiar with this song. I had heard it maybe a handful of times, but it wasn't one of the ones that was like, oh, shit, we're rocking this tune. But the idea of doing it for a cover, and I started listening to it, I was like, fuck, this song is badass. How has this slipped through and not um, not been in the fucking heavy rotation of ACDC songs? This song is fucking bad 
fucking ass. And maybe it doesn't get in the rotation of the rest of the ACDC songs because it is a little different than uh, some of their other songs. It is the one song that sort of has its own thing going on. Of course, it fucking sounds like ACDC. There's no doubt about that. Speaking of which, just to divert, give me, let me uh, digress just a tad. Um, during the Christmas holiday, and I forgot to mention this dur- uh, during the, the few episodes during during and in and around Christmas, um, we had the so the 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 wife wanted to hear Christmas music, and so every day it seemed like she was putting on Christmas music, and it was driving me a little fucking batty. I gotta admit, but. Uh, she would pick a genre, and she would play Christmas music of a genre. So uh, she did country one day, and it was a bunch of you know jingle bell, jingle bell, you know, little twangy fucking <laughs> twangy uh, Christmas songs. Songs that got a little pedal steel in it, you know. And uh, and then she did um, she did like rock, you know, like fucking rock. And a bunch of songs came on. Some I remember hearing. But this one song came on. And I was like, if there wasn't Christmas lyrics on this song, this would not be a Christmas song. It was all, ACDC has done a Christmas song. They did. A, I don't know where it's at or how you can find it, but I heard it. Brian Johnson singing some fucking... Ah, uh, um, oh, fuck. What was the... It was something silly. It was, uh, ah, God damn it. I can't remember now what the fuck chorus was because it was funny. It was a little fucking, um, God damn. And I don't want to look it up because it'll take me too long to find it. But anyway, it had all the fucking bells and whistles of a traditional ACDC song. He was just saying something about Christmas in the fucking thing. It was funny. It was kind of funny. It was a little play on words for the chorus. God damn it, I can't remember what it was. But it was funny, and it was ACDC. So anyway, Earworm of the Week this week. Uh, We'll go out with this one. It's a fucking banger, dude. This song is bad the fuck ass. Um, Earworm of the Week is a little ACDC, What's Next to the Moon. Uh, Rate, review, subscribe. Thank you for listening to the Sean Boyles podcast. Yada, yada, fucking yada, yada. Be good, keep it dirty, and we'll see you guys next week.
Rockstead Avenue.